right off the bat, I do want to do a quick apology. Uh, my apartment complex, you know, where everything's broken. Uh, and I've told yeah. them about the AC 400 times and it has been like three months now. Uh, they stuck a little window AC unit in for me until they can get the thing fixed proper. So if there's a low hum, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to be silent and, and try to smack it out of my, out of my recording. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Cause like, it's hot, bro. But, um, do you hear it? I, I do when I turn my headphones up, mm-hmm. but like right now, all I mainly hear is my own laptop fan, which is another thing that they could probably hear um, because (laughs) my computer is old. And so this is the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. Welcome. Going back to our roots. Now, listen, we uh, right before we hit record, I asked Mace if she was ready for tomorrow, which uh, if you if you're a simp capper, then you know what is happening tomorrow. Macy, are you ready for tomorrow? The feeling I have in my gut ah, so is so heavy and upset and intense mm-hmm. and worried, mm-hmm. but also excited, but also sad. Yes. And listen to me, all of you, if I see one goddamn spoiler tonight, like it comes out on yes. Wednesdays and I know that some of you folks have cable. We don't. Yeah. So if I see anything, yeah. and I mean anything you're banished I from the land don't have the authority to, yeah, i'm kicking you out of the group i don't give a shit <laughs> don't do it and don't that goes this for me that goes for all of simp cap because next we will be covering queen charlotte and i know that several people yeah. have already finished it that's cool that's good that's great that's good fine congrats we haven't i swear to god i swear to god i will hunt you down no spoilers this is a personal no spoiler group Unless it's for Twilight, yeah. don't fucking tell us what happens. <laughs> <laughs> what other podcasts can you listen to that immediately yells at the listeners? I don't. Not many. None that have been remotely successful. Yeah. Well. All right. We're the first. Manifest. Oh, wow. Uh. Wow. wow. Okay. I, I. I hear something. All right, Brosif. Yes. I was going to ask you about this. We have a live a live conversation about this. Y'all can see how we make plans. Oh shit! I uh, I don't know if you've got anything going on tonight, but I was like, what if we did like a little little live in the Patreon group tonight? Just like, what, who's gonna pick who? Who's this is the last one? It it's the ha- last one. It would have to be before eight o'clock. What is this? Is it that central? dude? Do you know who I am? I'm so glad with it being oh, before wait, eight yeah. o'clock. Hold <laughs> on. Uh, yeah. Okay. What about what? What time do you want to do? Six. I don't even want to do. You want to do like, do like six. Yeah, like like Central Time, six o'clock. It not super long because like I eat dinner around six. I'm old, but we'll hop on. No, quick, quickie, quickie. But yeah, we'll see what's gonna happen, guys. This is it. This is the night. Yes. Do you get this? Yeah. And you understand what's not unfair, but just like interesting is this is the night for a lot of people with cable. However, I'm seriously considering staying up until two when they throw that bitch on hulu and just watching it yeah do it and then crashing out and then re-watching it in the morning to take notes yeah mm. reprocess wow yeah. yeah um but if you're into that if you want to hear all of the uh bullshittery if you want to be a part of that yeah i guess join us over on the facebook group uh at six now this will be the private patreon facebook group because this is for simp cap and simp cap is a patreon exclusive 
Uh, but anyway, <laughs> welcome to. We need to get a sound bite of that, dude. Uh, we need that bad. Welcome to the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, the podcast about witchcraft. And uh, yeah, I, I'm Charlie. And according to a recent MIT study, just like a sapphire, I'm also filled with sophistication, sparkle, and magical flair. This is my cousin Macy. That one was a bit of a walk. It's a that bit of a, a walk, walk, but it that ties. One was in. a bit. That was a bit wordy, but okay. Uh, it's I, I okay. feel like you're taking that somewhere. Yeah, it's it's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, hold on to that. It'll come in. It'll come into play. This is my cousin Macy. My name is Macy, and uh, if I was a cheese, I'd be feta. Really? Yeah. How do you feel about goat cheese? It tastes like goat smell. Cause I, I've been around, I've been around goats a good bit. Like I don't farm uh, goats, but I've been, been around. around goats a lot growing up. That's, I know that smell, and it's just kind of weird to me that the cheese smells like their musk, but Ooh. in the right setting on a good berry cold summer salad, a mm. crumbled goat cheese, or plate. mixed with like a fruit kind of spread. I'm into that, but. Sometimes though, if it hits me the wrong way, I'm like, I can't, See, I can't do this. That's it what I like thought. Goats. I had a, I had a lot. Listen, I had a lot of goat cheese this weekend. Mom and dad hooked up some like fresh from the garden salad type shit with some like onions yeah. and the goat cheese and the balsamic and the oh my fucking god. Dad toasted pecans. It was delicious. Oh, it was I delicious. Bet. And I love goat cheese. I love goat cheese. So much. I would just, I would, just, and then I remember being like, it's weird because I don't always just love super earthy things. And then I was like, I bet Macy, wait, I know for a fact she's told me she doesn't always love this. So I, I just, I needed to get the scoop on the goat cheese. It yeah. was really important. It's for that reason specifically because generally I do love a funky, you I do. love cheese. I love the funky cheeses. And really the reason I'm feta is not even because it's my favorite, it's just because it's dry, pungent, and crumbly. If I was a cheese, I would be that spicy nacho cheese that you get in a big can from Walmart that you heat up and they serve at yeah, gas bro. stations. That's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. With jalapeno, yeah. but it's probably not real jalapeno. It doesn't matter. It's good. It's we all love good. it. Fucking great. You know what? It goes down easy. <laughs> because it's cheesy? Um, <laughs> now, listen. Today's Patreon shout out goes to Cassandra W. That's right. Uh, the the lone wolf, Cassandra W. <laughs> we are, uh, we're, we're workshopping. We're workshopping <laughs> the Patreon shout out segment and what we're going to do. So today we are going with the one, the only Cassandra W. <clears throat> yes. Yes. And I know what I'm doing. I just got to pull it up. Um, the lyrics because i don't remember them and i hope it's not one that i've done before because uh, it's what it's what came to me okay are you ready all right all i want to do when i wake up in the morning is see your eyes cassandra cassandra i never thought that a girl what is it how does he do it Girl like you could ever hurt so bad. I love it when he really digs into it. I wish you could. I wish you at home listening next to your old timey radio sitting on the floor with your family in your 1950s clothes. Could he could see Macy's face when she did that. 
Did you? Dude, I make the most insane face. I learned that when I did Coven Karaoke. <laughs> I, I, I got to look at myself when I sing, and I, I did it for weeks and weeks and weeks, yeah. picking songs that were hard for me, so I had to, like, give it, you know, and I was yeah. just like, I started screenshotting myself by the end of it, because <laughs> I was just like, this is amazing, I don't yeah. even know yeah. that I do this. Yeah. yeah, your neck swelled up like Joe Rogan, and your eyes yeah. look different. I that. use my fucking body yeah. as an <laughs> instrument, like, I use the whole body to make sound come out. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Cassandra W. Uh, by the way, guys, big changes are coming to Patreon uh, and and possibly some other things that we do. Uh, we are going to have a State of the Coven coming up. We can't give you an exact date. Yeah. But but very soon we will have our first State of the Coven in what three years? Three years. Three years? I think since oh. the goddamn pandemic. Yeah. Um, started yeah. so we're doing it again and, and we're gonna get ready for that because way, we've got way too much effort <laughs> yeah way too much effort in the production and uh-huh. none in the actual material or Content. plans that we're supposed to be changing and putting into effect for the it'll, upcoming future it'll yeah. be a 30 minute video about one change but it'll be goofy as fuck so yeah yeah the intro might be 75 percent of the video we'll find brother i hope so do you remember last year when or not last year but the last time we did it when we walked out from behind that tree yes and we had to do so long we had to do that take like four times because we couldn't stop laughing (laughs) (laughs) it was so long Uh we had to walk like rigidly next to each other for like a solid minute and a half After crawling out of a, a uh-huh. creek bed together. Yeah. And, and what made it the it worst, suits. it was the breathing. Because we were so quiet, but we could, I could just hear, just... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, be on the lookout for that. Yes. The State of the Coven Address, coming soon, changes in Should effect. Um rent a hotel job. room and use their conference room? Dude, imagine. Dude, what if we like sat at a big long table and uh-huh. we each had desk phones talking yes. to each other yes. from the desk phones? At okay, the same all right, long yeah, table. it's gonna happen. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, okay. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Oh. All right. Okay, what are we talking about today? The actual meat, the di- the dick meat of the episode. The dick meat today is all geese. Oh! I've been waiting. Ooh, yeah, squeeze it out. I mean, did you hear my diaphragm I did. turn into a raisin? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very happy about that. Uh, I'm trying to see who goes, who yeah. goes first today. Oh, Lord. Uh, I, be- I believe you do. Um, but yeah, I that's my favorite. That's my that's my girl. That's my gal. That's my boy. My sweet cheese. I know it is. I've made you wait. I've made you really did you wait for this? it. Yes. <laughs> Um, and I know a lot of people at home have been like, where's the Rune series? Are we ever going to get Runes again? So uh, this should make a lot We're of almost happy. damn near out yeah. of them. This might, I don't think this is the last one, but it's like next to last or close. Okay. Um, I've saved it pretty much mostly until the end. Also, too, because this is one that I feel like a lot of people know perhaps the most. So I was like, I'll wait on that one. But there's stuff here that... I was not aware of and learned more and like doing just a dedicated deep dive into it. And it's very, 
Very interesting. We've got some good lore good. today and some kind of mythology uh, going on. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I've got a soft spot for, as y'all probably know, if you've been a long time, that was the first one I ever got into. It was the first time when I was like really um, aware of, and I remember just kind of randomly getting a room reading once at Hearth Wisdom way, way back in the day. And uh, like two, two moves ago back in the day, I believe. Um, and one of them was algae's and I just kind of clung on to that you know when you first are into something <laughs> and whatever the first thing is that you see you're like that is it that's my favorite that's my personality yes. <laughs> so, that, yeah. for, for that reason alone this has been a, a favorite of mine so i'm very excited to hear about it i'm going to talk to you about something that i can't believe we haven't spoken about <clears throat> i'm talking to you about the sapphire sapphires about sapphires Sapphire. have we really not talked about sapphires no. that's bananas yeah. unless we named it something stupid and i couldn't find it in the uh in the list of things oh uh, yeah. yeah yeah we did yeah it like- yeah yeah like the hilly chrism life everlasting one uh, man that almost went down that was so close dude what if we yeah. purposely start naming these just absolutely stupid things and see what happens we just we do it as a punishment to yeah. ourselves for being so disorganized uh-huh. we have no other record of yeah. what we've talked about other than searching yes. our own podcasts yes. to find out. Yes. I get it. Yes. Yeah. Uh wow, so I do believe that you go first cuz our last I go first, was right? Baby's right. first tour. That's right. Man, that seems like a long time ago. The tour or the episode cuz like both. Both. Yeah, both. Time's real weird right now. Time's strange. Um, well, we, we, well, let me we are in that uh, Mercury uh, shadow period. Shadow, yeah, it's getting done. Which, uh, All right. Kim told me that, uh, now I'm not sure how long these last, but Jupiter just moved into Taurus, and um, the, I got that Taurus moon going on, so I'm like looking for some luck. Hey, maybe you'll get some luck. That'd be nice. Some hot luck. I don't. I don't have much uh, Taurus. I don't think going on. Sorry. For yeah, you. I wish I did. I really like Taurus energy. Maybe I resonate so much with Taurus season just because I crave it so yeah. deeply because yeah, yeah. I don't have any. Yeah. Well, you've got a lot of Capricorn, and you know what? That's close enough. Yeah, but I feel like Capricorns are like Tauruses, but with sticks up our asses, you know? Like, <laughs> well, like it's just not quite the same. <laughs> As Capricorn the is the Aquarius version of <laughs> it Taurus. is. Yeah, it's like I just I don't know. I there I there's a lushness that is allowed with Taurus energy oh, yeah, that I feel like isn't encouraged or cared about or prioritized as much in Capricorn energy. It's not as efficient mm-hmm. or, you know, like clean. And also there's, I just feel like well, a Capricorn energy might not be as likely to be perhaps frivolous just for the sake of self-indulgence, you know, and I feel like you might get that with Taurus energy. I think Taurus also has an easier time letting their anger out you know what I mean? Like, I feel like a Taurus can get real yeah. mad about Capricorns, something. Capricorn's, it's, let it's, go of it. Capricorn Capricorn's might tight hold energy. On. Yeah, to hold yeah. on to that a little Tight bit. and long. Might yeah. just absolutely snap yeah. one day. Yeah. 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 Listen, it's fun over here. Um, so let's <laughs> Capricorn. talk it's about, <laughs> let's talk about algaes, which yeah. I'm going to get into some other pronunciations of that because oh, this geez. one is all over the place everywhere. Good. So, 
for those that don't know and need a visual, this one looks like you took a peace sign and you flipped it upside down and you took the circle off. It's your chicken foot. Mm-hmm. It's your little straight branch with the two twiggies mm-hmm. coming off of either side. It's so a three-pronged fork. Yes. It's and the, sometimes... It's three-dicked tree. Is that... I'm just trying to you know come up what? with other words. I'll allow it. I'm sure it Fine, for I'll someone. keep it. Okay. So someone someone out there heard that and will never forget it. So actually, Good. you're probably right. So there's other ways that you can see this one written, too. You see El has, mm-hmm. E-L-H-A-Z, or El he's as well, E-L-H-I-Z, which is fun and confusing. <laughs> uh, but either way, the roots of this uh, seem to be it's surrounding the elk, the animal, the uh, the elk, and lots of protection, lots of defense energy, prosperity energy, as well as like upward channeling energy and spirit communication energy. Elgis is it really like runs the gamut i feel like on on like kind of like you'll be safe but also like do you want to talk to god you know like it can do both which Great. is pretty cool we um, love a versatile as a boy. as a tool yes yeah a versatile if you ah! um so we let's talk about though we got to remember sometimes we've been talking about these for 5 years now, because I take my time with things. Yeah, you got real, and in this uh, series of five years. You're uh, energy when it comes to these, man. I, I do. I do. Chipping away. And uh, it was a long time ago. Remember, this is in alphabet. So while it is a set of runes that can be used for divination, the Elder Futhark was a functional alphabet that was used in writing and whatnot, as well as using the symbols in magical ways. And this alphabet was has a lot of layers of thought in it. So, Algiz is the 15th letter of the Elder Futhark of 24 runes. So, kind of right smack dab there in the middle. So, it's like... And... I was going to try to figure out what that related to, but I guess it'd be Y, right? Well, so, Z ah! um, is is the letter uh, that it is, even though it looks like Y, because sometimes the runes this do look like, like you have Rido, which looks like the letter R, right? And so it represents the letter Z, which is why it's also called the Z rune. Sometimes you'll see it called like the Z rune or the R rune or the B rune because they have their letter representation or that the they're associated Z with. rune if you're, you know, abroad. Zed. What do you mean? Is that Zed? Zed. What? How do you? What do you mean abroad? Not like a lady, but like from Canada or the UK. No, I know. Like, what do you oh. mean? Like from where? Is that what they say? Though? Yeah. Do they say lots Z of pla- instead yeah. of Zed? Yeah, lots of places or say Zed. Zed instead of Z. Yeah, yeah. You you remember huh. in you've seen Shaun of the Dead, right? No. Are you serious? I never. <laughs> I've never seen it. Holy or shit! <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen it. I've heard it's great. It, I think I'd love it. I've just never gotten there. Continue. Yeah. We'll get there. Huh. Um so how did you make it through the thing? 2000s? I don't know, bro. I I don't know. Like I 
I don't know. Okay. Everybody that I know has seen it. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's my interview with a vampire, I feel like. That's okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, but you know what? Yeah. But you watched yours, so I need to do mine. That's true. Okay. Back into the substance. Yes. So being the 15th letter, that means that Algiz is in the second et of the alphabet. So there are, let's do a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of math yeah, here. I forgot. There are 24 letters in this alphabet. If you divide that by three, you have eight. So you have three rows of eight in this alphabet. The first eight runes are the first et, the second eight runes like, you know, nine through 16 are the second et, and then 17 through 24 are the third et. So being rune number 15, we have it in the second et. So Algiz is in the second et, which is Heimdall's et. And so the first one, so we'll just do, this was fine. I don't think I've ever talked about this before. If I did, it was way back. So I was like, we'll do a refresher since we're coming here towards the end of this. So the first one is Freyer's et, and the runes of this et, basically, they're more kind of onto like your things that speak towards like your root, rudimentary, basic existence on this earth, survival, experiencing and doing things, seeing other people and interacting with them, interacting with the world, things like that. Um, Heimdall's et. So that's this is where Algiz is. Oh, also, I forgot to say, I also saw it as Algiz and... I struggle with that so hard. Uh, um, Alyse, and I. There's just no way that my brain's gonna make that happen. I just I, I, I rejected it immediately. I uh, uh, it was just, Al- no. Alyse. I you know account for the accent. I think it's fair to account for the yeah. accent. Yeah. Yeah, I I love the way it sounds. It's just my mouth does not want to do that, all that's what the, I mean. it doesn't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the shaping is like what? Yeah. Uh so Heimdall's et are they are more they speak towards the unavoidable things that happen to us oh. and how we react to the external stimuli in our life, you know, things like change, um the doldrums of life when they slow down and we don't know when they're going to pick up again or when they're disrupted and turned upside down and we're just, are trying to find our footing. These runes are more kind of speaking to that and how to deal with that and helping us navigate life um just in general, in a calibrated way, and uh, just kind of finding ourselves along the process, too. So that's the second one. And then you have Tears et, which is the last one, which we remember. Tear sacrificed his hand in Fenrir's mouth uh, when we talked about the rune Tiwaz. So this et speaks to getting really kind of, we're getting, we're getting spiritual with it um, up there. Uh, which we are in all of these, but it's like you're kind of so it's like it, it, there's almost it seems like a hierarchical follow. So it's like you have almost like basic human survival needs. And then you're like, all right, let's let's continue growth through struggle and calibrate and continue growing through that. that. And then it's like it and then you get up higher into the third one. Yeah. And we're here dealing with like, you know, connecting to guides and deities and the forces of nature itself and getting real deep with it. So what's uh, an example and, and of the so. Of tier, like what? What is a rune that is in that tier? Or that I'd have to pull sorry. it up because I can't ever remember what number. I can never remember like their uh, um, 
I'll tell you here one second. I never can remember the, because my brain also tries to sort them in their alphabet order that we have Mm -hmm. and not the alphabet order that they have. Like again, Z is in the middle of the alphabet Mm -hmm. here. And I I always, so it's like, I can never um, remember what we're looking at. So here we go. Um, I changed it to elder father and just showed me pictures (laughs) of old men. (laughs) That's not what I expected to see. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. Wow. All right. Take two. Here we are. We're back in. So basically getting on into the, so the first one, first rune we have, remember we have like a, you know, feu, which is, or feo, which is wealth, you know, and money and like getting in, like, I remember it's like, you have livestock and even urus is the second one, which is like the oryx, which is the strength of the ox, you know, as these are very like tangible mm-hmm. things, money, strength, you know, and so you have that rido, you have movement. So you have all of these things going on, you know, emotions like, uh, you know, play of wunho, joy and blessings. So you have all these, that's going on in at one. A lot going on, and just and, and that's, I feel like that's that's, that's a very dwarven place to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna it's nice. I'm gonna assign a, a different yeah okay. And so remember, we, in the second one, we have more kind of you're getting into forces of nature and also the ways that we react to struggle and things like that. Human. So human you know, we here. first off we have Hagalas, uh, hail, destruction. You know, uh, Isa, ice is in this et. Um, but along with that, you know, you have Perthro, like the dice cup. So Willow, you have the sun. You know, you have the brightness of the sun. Precious. And so you you have a mix there. And of course you have Algis or like Elhaz, whichever way that you say it or write it, Algis. which is this protective energy. So you have the give and take. It's not like a full slam bang, you're getting fucked by the world. You have these balancing forces here. Um, you know, and then then in the third et, um, <clears throat> I do like that it starts off with Tiwaz, which is that warrior rune, the courage in the face of fear, because it's also scary to do high spiritual growth um, sometimes and to make those be open to making those connections and whatnot. Um, the, and then uh, like the Othala elven. is in this one. It's elves. What? It's the elven. It is, the which they're scary to talk to anyway, because they're better than everybody and they know it. Oh, yeah. Really. They oh. just don't feel like it, it would not be a pleasant conversation uh-uh. to talk no. to. It would be like talking to somebody from like California. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. I saw that that just pulled out of your brain. This is the first <laughs> one that came out of your brain. And we have so many of you guys in California. I'm just kidding. God, I was trying to think of some more snooty. <laughs> And then we have Othala. If we remember, Othala is really, remember stretching back, thinking about the whole span of the thread of your breath, the string of unbroken breath all the way back to the beginning of your line. That's getting into those depths of the ether. You know, we're getting, it's just, and this is just like a really rough overview of something that I've am very not super familiar with, but you can kind of see the themes here present in these ets. And so with Algis, we are in the second one. We are in the one of that's kind of those forces and trials and struggles, but also just how we calibrate and move on and grow during these struggles, um, just kind of continuing onward. And 
dude the pollen it's so bad uh the pollen and being in we're going to talk a little bit more about heimdall later um and it having it explaining perhaps some of the uh ties to this rune and the the functionalities that it it has in our practice but this was just to demonstrate that there's layers within layers to rune like a rune means something and it can mean something else depending on what its neighbors are in a casting and it can also depend on oh well oh it's also in this et which has this energy going into it you know it's that's what's so fascinating fascinating about them is because there are only 24 25 if you utilize the weird but like you have the whole of the universe in that and then and it makes sense how you pack it in because you kind of have these layers that you can kind of be like you you read it fluidly together it kind of reminds me of and i i'm not saying that they're the same thing at all but like in uh, tarot you know it's like you can have the page of wands right but like one that card in itself means something specific right but also the suit of wands means something, but also the pages mean something, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's like every little bit of it has its own and you have to kind of make it gel, make it cohesive in some way. Yeah. 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 Tarot to me, sometimes in my mind, like I see it as like a drop down file menu that is just so yeah. much more filled out than the Futh arc. It's like, like if you made, it's like, it's got similar things. It's just way more. If you like hover your mouse over, it's got way more drop down. It's, you know, it's, it's like just more so much more built out it's more. There's what yeah. is it? 70, 70 something cards. Seventy. I never cards. can remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like so you just have a bit, it's a bit more dispersed, I guess. It's not quote so concentrated per symbol. Um, there's 48 so cards. More. That's not right. That's that's, no, that's, that's not, not right. enough. No, but remember when okay, I said so this so much more. was 48 days later and I got yelled at and then I said from now on anything <laughs> was 48. So there you go. It's just it's just 48 forever. <laughs> so the pronunciation of algies can be tricky because it seems that the original for sure way that it was spoken is lost. It's not really known for sure. So it's just kind of like going off of root words and it just kind of that way. Uh, all geese kind of like all instead of al seems to be considered appropriate by some, but also you see like the el has kind of other way. Um, but like all geese kind of uh, is one that I was like, that's close enough to algies that I feel like I can use that. Yeah. So, uh, we, but we can't forget too that there's like a whole um, other way that I just want to clarify one more time to say this word or to like that instead of algies, it's like elhaz, e l h a z. So you will see that. Uh, when you research this rune period, or you might see it like instead, like in my uh, runes for transformation by Kadrick Olson book, it's it's like that's it, you don't see algies like as the main one, it's the other way. So you just just know that you'll see them both. Um, and we talked about the tie to the elk, but there's also a tie, it seems to the serrated elk sedge plant. Whoa. And this plant grows I know it's cool. It grows in swampy marshes. So it's already hard to get to. It's already in a pretty protected place. But if you like grab this plant, apparently it fucks you up. It looks like it one like of those. really yeah. 
it really trashes you. And so I hear, and this is in Runes for Transformation. Uh, all of the runes have an Anglo-Saxon rune poem associated oh. with them up at the top that is oh. translated. And so we have the elk sedge is mostly to be found in a marsh. It grows in the water and makes a ghastly wound, covering with blood every warrior who touches it. So wow. that's cool. That's sick. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so it does look it like has a little. That, but you know what that is? Knife. Serrated. Uh, it's protective. It just has that kind of and get away, get away from me. You don't want to touch me. Energy, uh, which can be really useful. I'll, I'll cover it makes all your warriors a, with blood. Hi there. Yeah, you don't want it. You don't want bloody warriors. You want your warriors generally. I mean, unless it's somebody else's blood. I guess you yeah. want them bloodied by other blood. You yeah. want them un yeah. unbroken. Yes. You want their yes. flesh Un-pierced. to be un <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I also saw that some sources said it was really a moose, but <laughs> I don't know about that. I so the big antlered animal okay but generally an elk it seems to be an elk but sure. i there it is so you know what else has a tie-in though oh which is super fucking cool the valkyries so huh. the sweet ass like women warriors um uh also tied to swans, okay. which I didn't know until doing this research. Uh, sometimes called swan maidens, it seems. Uh, but Valkyries, um, they would collect the most worthy souls lost on the battlefield Ooh. and whisk them up to Valhalla to sit next to Odin Whoa. and wait for Ragnarok. Because they're going to fight side by side with Odin on Ragnarok Whoa. because they were that fucking good. The you... Valkyries were like, that guy's got it. That guy's got the stuff. What do you do up in Valhalla yeah. while you wait? You just like... I don't know what you do up in Valhalla. Is it Valhalla or Valhalla? I don't. You listen, I'm not sure. I don't know. My Texan wants to say Halla. Valhalla. But that sounds wrong. I don't think it's right. Do you think there's a lot of drinking and partying up there? Or do you think they're just kind of sitting If there's not drinking and partying up there, I don't even know what we're doing here. I mean, I feel like they just perpetually are in. They need to stay just simmering, ready to flip to a battle rage at any moment. Yeah, at any moment. Because you don't know when Ragnarok's going to happen. You need to be full of meat. I mean, they might know. And beer. Yeah. And like be whoring yeah. 20% of the time. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Just kind of keeping, you know, just keeping up to the lifestyle yeah, 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 for yeah, when yeah. you need yeah. to full yeah. bars yeah. enter it again. Keeping that know, adrenaline kind for of Ragnarok. Like simmering. Ragnarok. Yeah. Having a good time. Why not? And yeah. Get ready. Yeah. So... In fact, like the 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 swan in flight is another explanation for perhaps maybe why the rune is shaped that way. So it's kind of like the like the neck is the long part, and then the huh. wings are kind of kicked backwards, and you know you have like the body in between. Is that it? Also, it looks like that. Are swans um, assholes? So like geese. I I so, uh, to me any ginormous long necked bird is a threat. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I, they're all equally threatening to me. <laughs> Unless we're talking real big like ostriches and emus, they are way more threatening. They are, scary. they are dinosaur raptor threatening Bro, to me. The way ostrich yeah. move and they have that like head stabili like stabilization, like they it, it, they're, it's it weird should to watch. be funny. 
but it's not. It, it would be yeah. funny. It should be funny because they're outrageous. They're they're so stupid looking, but they will kill you dead. Yeah. Murder. Oh, so fast, mm -hmm. so fast. Okay. Just rip all your guts out yeah. and then make you look at them on the ground because yeah. you're not dead yet. They do it that fast. Great. It's awful. Love it. Scary. The weird um, balding heads. So I just monsters. Don't fuck with ostriches. Leave them alone. So algaes, and this is something that I think people just inherently seem to know because it it is just one that even if you don't do the runes, you've probably drawn algaes on something before. You know, it's it we just seem there's a lot of power in that symbol. And it seems to be one that is just really I, I know that I've just I see it a lot, you know, as it, in everything, like little spell papers and written and stuff. And and it seems to cross outside of, you know, it's like for me, like, I don't really know. I can never keep all of the tarot cards straight. I just I but I love the fool card. And I really know that one really good. And I resonate with that one really hard. It seems like Algiz is one that there's just a familiarity with. And I think it's because there's also a, a collective sense of how powerful it is. But I also think it's more powerful because collectively everybody thinks it's more powerful. And then it's this juicy cycle yeah. that just keeps getting delicious. wetter and sloppier and more delicious the more we do it. Sweater and sloppier. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah you know Gross. um it is wet sloppy summer dude that's what we need to roll straight <laughs> cool. into this needs to be wet sloppy uh, summer tm which i think we're due for it can we yeah we absolutely need to put out a line of summer merch this is wet sloppy summer because i mean i like hot girl summer was fun but like i want to be sloppy wet sloppy wet summer sloppy i let summer. it all hang out yeah sloppy. yeah it's yeah. i mean doesn't that sound part. like a good time but what's yeah. wet yeah you. <laughs> I don't want it to be my ass. I don't like ass sweat. And that's no, what it makes me whatever think. you want to be wet is wet. Okay, and wet not sloppy my ass. Summer. Everything yeah. but my ass. Yeah. I'm clarifying yeah. And that. sloppy can refer to whatever you want. Maybe it's your actions. Are your actions a little sloppy? That's huh? what I want. Are you, you know, are you? Yeah, whatever you I want. I want my decisions. Flexible. To be sloppy. Yeah. Okay, good. Wet, sloppy summer. Nice, okay. slick, wet, sloppy decisions for Dude, all of us. You and I need to open a Canva and make this merch between the two of us. Just yeah. write out some, just an yeah. awful looking tank top. This is wet sloppy. Okay, uh, go on. Wet sloppy summer. Mm. Anyway, so there are a lot of different ways that you can use algaes as a protective symbol you can draw it on fucking anything anything you want to draw it on draw it on there it doesn't matter you can draw it on your own body uh like i so like when i'm getting real into stuff that when stuff's getting real weird here and there's like smoke coming out of windows oh, yeah. and it's it's getting real wild i'm i i'm i'm i'll strip down and i'll draw runes on me in the ashes of my like hell yeah cleansing dish hell yeah it's great. Big fan. Algies always makes it on there because like it just makes sense. You can draw it on your person. You can just you can make it span the entire length of your body. Almost. Oh, whole. Yeah. Whole torso. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, and you or draw it on your wrist. Doesn't matter. But you can it's got that little sneaky. That's the beauty of runes. Uh, it can be drawn on. You could you can put like a you can like 
attach like a piece of paper with it drawn to or like slip in your car somewhere or, you know, carry it in your car. Mm -hmm. It's got all these different little protective ways um, that you can use it. Maybe you have like one little travel rune that you like to carry. Like you have like some like an Algies and a Rido Mm -hmm. and you like have them together and they're your little travel safety duo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just just get it up there and then immediately get stopped by security because they're going to see that. And think yep. it's a condom for yeah. heroin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you have to explain to them what it actually is. <laughs> no, these are my travel rooms. <laughs> the, no, you don't understand. This is keeping the plane from going down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and along with protection, algae's inspires courage. Because sometimes, like we learned from the legend of Tyr and Fenrir, you got to have courage in the face of fear. And to do a courageous thing is a choice. It is a choice to be courageous, generally, unless you're on like a full-on adrenaline fucking high and you might just be doing shit. But like generally, to do the brave right thing is like a, uh, okay, and then you like do it. Like, but you're probably, there's like an internal fucking spinning monologue before. It's like, it's like fuck, 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 fuck. Jumping fuck. into a pool that you know is going to feel perfect, yeah. but you know there's going to be about 15 seconds of freezing cold. You just yeah, gotta. You just gotta do it. Just gotta, okay, just gotta do it. It's a choice. And now courage varies. And that's what's interesting. So courage varies from person to person. And we all have like our, in our mind, like what we are like heroic acts and things like that. But courage is can be much simpler than that because we all have our own fears and one person's highly courageous act to them to an outside person might look like the most not big deal in the world like for instance in an agoraphobic going outside to do 10 minutes of outside exposure therapy to us won't look like anything but to them is a deep intense moment mm-hmm. of work mm-hmm. you know and and i just i think it's important to remember cuz sometimes i feel like we can think i'm not brave i'm not courageous mm-hmm. as a person but courage is relative mm-hmm. uh you know it's it's it varies by perspective and it goes back to that courage as a choice and courage in the face of fear doesn't necessarily always have to mean like this earth-shattering action but just doing the hard right thing not the hard right thing, oh. but the right hard thing. Let's say that. Flip <laughs> it, Rivers. Um, so anyway, just just know that, you know, um, every everything that you do that makes you feel like you conquered something. Like I felt that way about our big trip that we did. I get a lot of travel anxiety and coming back made me feel really proud of myself. And I let myself do that. I, I didn't make myself to be like, oh, big deal. You took a fucking plane. People do that every day. Like I tried to let myself be like, you did the whole thing. And like, we did it. We went and survived. it It was tough, you know, at some points. Yeah. But. And so I I just think it's good to acknowledge that. And it also helps us be more courageous when we're more want to acknowledge the moments that we do it and, and realize, oh, shit, we can do things. You know, we can do it. Um, and Algiz is, is useful for that, for these moments, perhaps, when you – things might just be a little scary, you know. Things might be a little hairy. And here is – it's a protective symbol – that can just kind of be there not only as a this kind of source of energy that is protective, but it's got some power to it. It's got some fucking like 
Valkyrie energy, the power of the elk, you know, this very strong, potent energy of that that shouldn't be discounted, you know, because it's like, yes, you can be you're being protected, which is nice, but you also have it in you to act. You know, and I think that's the that's the nice duality that comes with algae's as that it makes you remember like, yes, this protective energy is here, but remember that you can take care of yourself, too. And I just think that's I like I like that a lot. Um, and and knowing that because it I, I know, OK, for example. I've become a lot better when it comes with dealing in paranormal investigations and, and whatnot that we do. Ever since I've just kind of gained the belief that I nothing I'm not going to I'm not going to let anything happen. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to allow it. Mm -hmm. And I, I this is kind of like that. It's like I'm accepting the protection and the power from this. But with that is the power of, you know, that comes with it. And I can remember, like, I am safe because I am also in charge of myself. And that can be a really grounding thing to think of sometimes um especially if like, like my anxiety likes to manifest as safety physical safety you know and like checking the exits and check you know things like that that's where i usually am and it can just it can be nice like for, this is kind of maybe an example for that and kind of for me i can remember like no you're you're in charge of yourself remember right. that you're yeah. safe like and that can really help bring me back down yeah. ground sometimes if I'm really worked up. It's it's actually kind of similar. And this is one of those situations where like, I feel like metaphysical stuff and very mundane real world, like mental health stuff kind of overlap because what you just described is very similar to um, like a hypervigilant thing. Now, whether you're hypervigilant because yeah. you are looking for that safety and you're looking, you know, again, you're checking the exits or stuff like that, or perhaps you're hypervigilant because you have a disorder where that just makes you pay attention to a lot of things that, to keep yourself safe that like being like, okay, thank you for, thank you brain for trying to keep me safe. I yeah, appreciate thank you for the that. alert. You know, you're yeah. alerting me. I've heard it, but I now I still have the wherewithal to be like, but I can take care of this anyway. So like, I, yes. I love it when yes. the two worlds kind of smash. Come together. Yeah. yeah. Touch, tips. touch tips. And slam it can, it can just help to ease the overwhelming odds feeling, you know, like that you're up against a massive thing. And with algae's, maybe we can kind of see through the haze and remain collected enough to travel out of it and through it until we can, we're clear again. We can be like, okay, it's fine. And with this, um, Oh, I just hear them. Do you just hear them? Just, just woof. I just, I heard one. You just hear all them dogs. Just. <laughs> so let's remember that we are in Heimdall's et again. And here we have a tie to the Bifrost that he guides. So if you don't know who Heimdall is, just for honestly, just picture Idris Elba. Um, uh, anyway, but <laughs> just do that for your own health, I but then that. know that, that anyway. he's also Heimdall. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just always kind of taking about 2% processing power just in yeah. the back, just, just always back. kind of projecting yeah. that picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the mind, I, and then you remember, just for when you need it. Idris Elba's a foot guy. The more you know. The more you know. Mm -hmm. huh. And... That just, 
I didn't expect that. I'm, I'm, it, it, it shook me. I didn't expect it. It knocked, it knocked me I off did. course. I watched your face reset. Yeah, it had to, it had to do a couple blinks and like a tongue click. Yeah, um, like reboot. You heard like so, the PC starting up noise. Yeah, yeah dial up sounds. So the, the Bifrost, if you can recall, it's the bridge between the worlds. It's the multicolor, sweet-ass bridge that Heimdall sticks his sweet-ass sword in yeah. and makes it go places. Um, and similar to the Bifrost, Algees can take us to other places, other worlds, other realms, dimensions, layers, whatever you call them, to connect maybe to guides, or even kind of connecting and understanding your own fetch, kind of waking your fetch up, which I don't know much about, but I'm curious about the concept of a fetch, which is like kind of a I don't know much, but it seems it's like a piece of your soul. Sometimes it's sometimes it's animal form, sometimes not. But it's almost it seems almost like a daemon, but I don't know. Um I'm going to look into it, though, okay. because, like, I've only ever heard of the term, but I saw, like, a snippet of it, like, a bit more spelled out today, and I was, I marked it. I was like, I need to do a topic on that, because that sounds sweet. I just thought um, you were trying to make fetch happen. God. We also need to remember, we're tied to the Valkyries here, which are carriers of the souls of the wounded great, or the dead great warriors to Valhalla, and... There's transition there. We're going from one world to another movement from realm over here to over here. And while being protective and powerful, it has that ethereal ability to kind of be helping to bridge uh, those those worlds and maybe protect us while we travel. So if you do, you know, if you hop realm to realm in your practices uh it has that extra benefit too like yes it's going to help you travel but also maybe keep you safe while you're there just keep any little bogeys and whatnots from fussing around you know nipping at your heels and whatnot when you're soaring through the ether another bogey one year or twelve so (laughs) it is uh this is something I meant to look up to pronounce and I forgot. I usually try to like put brackets around them when I need to do it. And I didn't when I typed this. So in fact, so it's associated with something uh, called a Hamingja or it's, it's H A M I N G J A. So I don't know how necessarily that's pronounced, but it seems it is a female guardian spirit that will walk with you traditionally that will walk with you and helps to like decide your luck and your kind of level of happiness and contentment hmm. in this life. Um, so <laughs> I need to have connecting a with, with lots really like for real, like <laughs> it, it was interesting. It was like, huh. And, but this is, it's Algiz. This is the part of Algiz that I was not aware of is the connecting to your, to the attack, like the things around you, your, spirits that are associated with you it's not it's just something that i wasn't super like i just didn't associate that much with algae like i'll put that with one of the other ones that's a bit more like woo, way up there you know uh and so of course the goddamn fucking nazis decided to get their hands on this rune and like they did with some of the other ones like with othala and they you know, used it for, like for this one, dude. It seems like they used it for basically like an Aryan breeding program. Like big yuck, big ick. They sucked so much. So we hate them. We hate them every day. Hate a Nazi today. Yeah, I think it's healthy. Take uh, so to hate a Nazi today. Yeah, yeah, and 
Later on, uh, as time passed, and this is something that I'm also not very familiar with, the elder Futhark became the younger Futhark. Whoa! And there's a change in alphabet here. So there is the elder and there is the younger. I'm not very familiar with the younger. It's, it's some of the letters kind of are the same and look the same and whatnot, but it's very different. And I'm not familiar with it. I've done just about all I could to try to learn this one. Um, but there was a bit of transformation here because it seems that Algiz changed from pointing upwards to pointing downwards and its association began more became more tied to the U tree and the letter Y. So it flipped and then switched from Z to Y. And if we can recall the U tree, which we have talked about for one of the runes, I should remember it, but I don't right now. And it's a sacred tree, but it's also poisonous as fuck. And the yew tree can make you very sick, if not kill you, on the wrong day sitting in a bunch of fumes Hell of it. So a death, it seems, is the, that's partially to the death tie. But again, I don't know much about the younger Futhark. That's, that's not my alphabet. Uh, because of this, though, you see some – this is really cool. I liked this a lot. So on some tombstones, by the birth year or day, I've seen see this! Upright, Algies. And on, yeah, and on the death, you'll see a little flipperuski and it'll be pointing downward. Huh. And so it's kind of like the life and death uh, thing going on there. So, that yeah, that's, 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 what's, that's what's going on there. Uh, so, Algies is, it's a very shielding rune. It's very protective. It's our, you know, it just, it has that energy. But what's beautiful about us is that it reminds us that we can protect ourselves. And in drawing energy from this symbol and from all of these beings and spirits fucking attached to it, you got Valkyries and you've got like so many things going on, layers of meaning to it, as well as also, I just, I say it again, sometimes if I just feel like I'm not feeling something, you know, I'm not connecting very well, just remembering how much belief how many mil like in a grand scale, like how many millions of people believe that this algae means this thing and can do this? And uh, like that sometimes is enough for me just because I believe in thought forms yeah. so much and all of that. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I can do this. I can do this. There's fucking power in there, even if I don't feel it like in my fingertips right now. Yeah. yeah. Um it's it's harnessing that belief of the other people to Yeah. 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 Lean lean on each other sometimes. You know, just utilizing Which the belief as a power in its own right. And, like, we've experienced, it's not quite the same thing, but, like, when we've done big group spells, like, um, just online, you know, been a participant, it, we're, like, we're alone in our homes doing them, but we know at that exact moment, mm -hmm. everybody all over the place is doing them, you know, and just to feel that kind of, I've, I've let that really pick me up before, because sometimes I'm like, yeah. I'm not really feeling like I'm contributing much, and then you feel it, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so, basically, with algae's, we can remind ourselves a bit, maybe, of what we're capable of. Um, and it just promise. It has this promise of protection with it, a feeling of safety that can come from it, and as well as as kind of a supportive nudge. I get supportive nudges from algae's. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, no, go, go on. You're all right. You're all right. Go. Go and play. It. You're go, fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> go play. It's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like get, that get, parent, get, like, just go, it. go outside. It's fine. And self-belief is a really important thing. And I, 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 
you know, talking about your personal power. I feel like I haven't gone on a personal power tirade in a while, but it, I, algae's is a good one for that, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and strengthening up that personal power because it is so tied to remembering that you can take out, you, you, you've got yourself too. You've got one person in your camp always, and that's nothing to be negated. It, It matters quite a bit, actually. And, um, Go forth and perhaps be a little less afraid. And maybe our ratio of courageous moments to fearful reactions can just nudge a little more that direction um, and just kind of using it in that practice. But we, you know, that's algae's. Go outside. Algae's. Go outside and play. Mm-hmm. Go outside. Go outside. Go, go play outside. You know, when you got that from like the grown ups, that was like. <laughs> yeah, it's just the go- okay. Go outside. <laughs> Please, please go outside. <laughs> just please. I, I like as a kid, I just remember being like, I didn't think what I was doing was that obnoxious, but I guess it was. Just like, okay. okay, mom would uh, sit out in a lawn chair by the pool back when we had the pool, and she would have like a sleeve of pennies and quarters. Oh, I remember this, and would like. Remember this? Yes. Yeah, she'd like turn the Polaris off and just throw them all in there. And she'd just like have a book in her chair. Uh-huh. And it would take us a while to find them all because like <laughs> the silver ones were hard to see. And it's like, you got to find them all before you bring them all back. And she'd just read for she'd buy about 10 minutes and we'd bring them all back. She'd be like, okay, okay and just flink, toss them out. Throw them all right yeah. back in. <laughs> what great tricks. Highly effective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, great tricks, especially mm-hmm. if you are uh, you're, uh, learning because like that that was one of those as as a kid it didn't feel like that it didn't feel like she was it was the best yeah. it was so much fun we were diving oh, yeah. we were treasure hunting oh, yeah. oh dude it was good awesome yeah super fun oh, wow. i wish i could dive for coins right now well, let's go should we dive for coins you need to have your goddamn parents open okay. their pool up for business so, so I can cut. You know what you're going to do? You're going to go stay with them and have a nice weekend. Y'all are going to walk out in your back deck and I'm just going to be in it. I'm going to get the <laughs> loudest, most ridiculous giant float and I'm just yeah. going to be in it yeah. looking at y'all. Yeah. Be like, I'm here. I'm here. This is I'm here today. Uh, so mm-hmm. funny you mentioned that because they they were uh, summarizing their pool and they emptied it of all the over winter water and they got in and they scrubbed yes, it and they yes. refilled it up and if you have a pool you know that like you then have to like put all the chemicals back in and then test to make sure the chemicals yeah, are Yeah, it's right. a whole then, pools are a pain in the ass. Right. And part of it is sometimes there's like the growth of of algae and or algae. Um oh. and they got this little like vacuum cleaner this little battery powered vacuum cleaner that sucks you know it's not quite like the skimmer but it's like you move it around like you do it so i got out there and i was yeah, like this is yeah. fun as hell so i was like vacuum in the, the bottom and then i was like you know awesome what? but there's there's like all this on the side that i could get in there i get in there with the brush yeah, and yeah. brush it off but i couldn't reach it i was like i'm just gonna have to get in so i told them i was like i'm gonna get in and they're like mm-hmm. it's too cold you're gonna die so you know and exactly. I was like, first of all, have you met me? But then I got to the point of the like ledge and I stuck my foot in and it was cold, but like not freezing cold. It was like actually pretty nice. But for some reason, I just froze. I was on all fours because there's no ladder and I was just going to have to tumble my way in. And I was on all fours and I froze for probably 10 minutes until I finally just sort of <laughs> fell into the pool almost on accident. Nice. But uh, it was a good time. Nice. So my point is, nice. is it's, it's getting there and it won't be that much longer. Nice. But let me talk oh. to you 
about something else refreshing and blue and cool. The sapphire. Oh. Wow, good Uh transition. (laughs) So, sapphire, uh, typically, when we picture it, it, it's the, the blue stone. It's usually cut and polished very nicely uh sapphire is one of my mm. favorites it is one of my favorites sometimes expensive it's, uh, yeah 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 well it comes from the uh himalaya the himalaya region or i'm sorry the Kashmir region of the himalayas burma burma Sri Lanka, Madagascar, and Australia, just to name a few. It's pretty all over. Um, but th- listen, did you know that not all sapphires are blue? They can range wildly what? in their color. Here's the other colors that you can have. Pink! You have a pink sapphire. Whoa. You can have a Lit. yellow sapphire, which is whatever. Mm. You can have a green sapphire purple, orange, and even colorless, which are sometimes called white sapphires, which are a good little uh, stand-in for diamonds, I guess, if you're uh, a yeah, sure. diamond look, but not the diamond price. But uh, sapphires, they also exhibit pleochorism. It's when you I believe it. Tw- when you twist it around, it shows different colors. So depending on how you're tilting it, it's going to have a whole different look to it. And sapphire is mm. one of the hardest gemstones, second only to the diamond. Uh, cool. On the Mohs uh, scale of mineral hardness, it has a hardness rating of nine, which is pretty dang hard. Damn. Pretty dang hard. Damn. Which makes it really good for, you know, jewelry and shit, because you're not going to be busting it up on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my dogs are howling <laughs> i thought that was a cat <laughs> that was scary speaking of dude dante sprained his ankle i didn't even know that could happen <laughs> he- <laughs> sorry oh no is he okay I had to take him to the whole, I had to take him, which, I'm sorry to interrupt, this will be very quick. It is so hard to take a cat to the vet. Yeah, how do Everything you do about it is so hard to take a cat to the yeah. vet. It's terrible. And every time I do it, I get a little better, but I'm not good enough. And so this time, last time I tried a box and like he aliened out of the chest uh, like a mile down the road last time I did that. <laughs> out of the box. It was awful. Was he like flipping around the and car and this, shit? It was terrible, yes. Oh, and God. so this time I had uh, Penny's baby crate, which is still, it's open side. It's a wire crate, but it's uh-huh. like a crate. He would have been, so I put him in there. He's fine with it. Put him in the car. He's pissed. So start mm-hmm. driving. He's doing like the deep, like, oh, yeah. the, like the deep ones sounds. that let you know that yeah. they're really dissatisfied. He's never, he's a wood cat. He has the best life. He knows no travel. Yeah. And so I get him to the vet and I go to get him out of the cage. And I set him down. And this is not the busiest road, but I set him down and he clocks the sound of one car that drives by and immediately starts face first torpedoing towards all of the walls as fast as he can. And I'm like, shit. And he starts busting the cage apart. I'm like, if he gets out of here, I'm never going to catch him. And so I'm like holding the cage together while he is forehead smashing my fingers, trying to just lift this back into the car. I'm like, Oh my God. And so anyway, fast scary, forward, bro. I get him in there. I ask if I had to throw a blanket over it and then he was fine with that. I had to throw a blanket over it. He was got him in there. 
But anyway, he's, they x-rayed him. Had to x-ray him. He's fine. He's got a sprained wrist or something. Whatever that is. It's their ankle or wrist. However wow. it translates. I'm surprised he didn't like yeah. crack his skull trying to get out of the cage. I don't understand. He, um, but he's been, he was limpy. He was limpy this Aww. weekend. And I, it, 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 and then he had a little, little swollen little lump. And I was like, okay. So we, yeah, yeah. He went in. He went in he said sprain. Oh, baby. Yeah. Sweet baby. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Uh, sapphire fact. The, mm. the largest mm. sapphire mm. ever discovered is known as the Star of Adam. And it's this big, like, palm-to-hand-sized sapphire. It's 1,400 carats uh, found in Sri Lanka. So, history of sapphire. I, I know. I feel like I know what you're going to say. What are you going to say? What is a carat? Who is, is that a made-up <laughs> metric? Is it a weight thing? I have is no idea. Like a I think rubric? it's a weight. What? Is it because it's I, it always confuses me because I'll see something and I'm like that should be a lot of carrots and it's yeah. not and then I'll see something that should be it I don't get I don't get it. Well, what drives me what what gets me is you'll see something like fourteen hundred carrots and you'll see like the biggest sapphire ever found and I'm picturing you know like when they say the world's biggest pumpkin and it's like some fucking hick standing next to his it's like giant a truck bed size yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm picturing. But then you look it up and it's like this. It's like that big. Um, yeah, it's like, I don't. Give me I something else. Give Show me, me something impressive. What? What yeah. is this? Although what? I think it's probably worth a lot of money. But the history of sapphires. So. Oh, I'm sure it's worth a tremendous lot. More than you and I will ever be worth. No, yeah, 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 yeah. You remember when Frodo <laughs> is wearing the mithril shirt? And he's like, I never told yes. him, but it's worth more than the Shire. Uh, so the word sapphire comes from the Latin word Sapphirus, which comes okay. from the word sapphirios, and it's kind Ooh. of uncertain what it meant. They think it just kind of referred to to like blue colored stones in general. Uh, it could also be the term that they used for lapis lazuli once upon a time, and then it just sort of split as time went on and it eventually became sapphire. Ancient civilizations. Uh, revered sapphire like in persia it was a symbol of power and protection uh greece and rome associated with uh wisdom and purity which is strange because i feel like greece and rome everything is usually like status or um protection protecting their fucking feet but this is this is strange wisdom and purity <laughs> uh and india the well, that makes sense. Wisdom makes sense. I mean, these were very philosophical yeah. societies. Yeah. Like Purity. they were really hard up for that. Purity is interesting. I, I don't think of purity when I think of, especially the the like Greco Romans. I don't think of purity at all. I mean, like when shit got Christian, it got boring. But sure, before then, man, Saturnalia. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I right? That that big ass long party. Am I right, brother? Y'all remember? Y'all remember? Go listen to the episode. Uh, <laughs> India, it <laughs> represented spiritual enlightenment. So that thing is coming through that we see with like a lot of purple and blue stones where it's very almost angelic, but having a lot to do with sort of uh, our brains and our minds and enlightenment and sort of those things versus the red stones, which are like, you know, your root, your butthole and food and shit like that. Mm. So we believe... Uh, just we, you and I, just you and me, we believe this. Uh, Cleopatra used sapphires to create her blue eyeshadow. Grind it up. That's so 
luxurious. Uh, it's very. It's not lapis lazuli. I thought it was lapis lazuli. Well, see, they said that uh, ancient Egyptians would use the lapis lazuli, so perhaps that was. Oh, so she she had the primo. Shit. She she took it a step further. However, it could also be that this was almost like a propaganda esque rumor, just to sort of set her up on even a higher a higher. Sure, yeah. There's always these little rumors about the higher-ups and what they do, and it's like, maybe it's not true, maybe it is, but uh, that was their version of, like, did you hear she uses the fucking MAC makeup, not elf like us plebs. But in the uh, medieval area, the, uh, I can never say this one, Byzantine Empire? Byzantine or Byzantine. Thank you. Can never I've heard Byzantine and yeah, I'd never know which one for sure. Uh, sapphires would adorn their uh, military wear, and they were also put onto religious relics. So, if you were perhaps maybe a, a you know a cleric, whatever that would relate Sweet. to, okay, you would have okay. this like on you to to denote that you're not only are you like a soldier, but you're like a religious soldier. In medieval Europe, it was okay. a symbol of loyalty, wisdom, and healing. Uh, so, moving on to the modern era. Modern era, we use it mostly for jewelry, uh, and it can also be used in treatments and enhancements, uh, advancements. We'll get to more of the mundane things. But, well, right now, because this is where my notes are. Sorry. Let me redo all that. Pretend I said all that right. Mundane aspects of sapphire. Geological properties. So this is uh, a range of color and exceptional hardness, as we've talked about. But it also, the mineral composition allows us to put this to use in industrial applications, such as in watches. You know the little crystals that you put in watches? I didn't. I still mm-hmm. am, my mind is blown by that optical. Components, yeah, I don't really get I don't really get what's going on there, but it's cool. I have no idea, but it always makes me think of that one part in Napoleon Dynamite when he's like, "I forgot the crystals." Yeah, yeah. forgot the crystals. Yeah, uh, optical components as well as scientific instruments uh, because of the hardness and the unique characteristics that they hold. They are highly, highly, highly resistant to high uh, temperature. They stay sharp. They don't break very easily. Um, so, you know, I'm sure we've heard of like diamond blasting stuff, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. you basically grind shit mm-hmm. down. It's sort of the same thing. It's just not quite as hard. Uh, Sapphire fact. In 2012, Whoa. scientists discovered traces of the mineral group that includes, includes sapphires known as uh, cor- corundrum. They discovered on the surface of an asteroid. Uh, this finding suggests that there could be the presence of sapphires in other parts of the universe wow who knows there's like what if there's a whole planet that's just one big sapphire i mean that'd be fucking sweet there's planets where it like rains diamonds so like why not man come on Uh, anything yeah can you imagine just starts raining diamonds i mean i understand all of the other implications that come with that but Pretend the horrible, like, increase in pressure doesn't exist and the fact that if one hit you, you would absolutely die. What if it just rained diamonds? That'd be cool. I think it would be, it'd be pretty uh, to look at. Yeah. It would hurt. Um, it would and all this diamond talk is just making me remember. Do you remember how Mr. Freeze's spacesuit ate diamonds <laughs> to stay cold? <laughs> 
just said it. Did I remember that fact? Thank you. Why? Science, tell us why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think think there is any. Sounds cool. Uh, Metaphysical aspects of (laughs) sapphire. So in ancient times, people believed that uh, sapphires could protect you against evil. Big time evil protector. Also big time good fortune bringer. Mostly associated with the things that we saw associated with in the past. So wisdom, spiritual enlightenment. Uh, It has gone on to also mean inner peace uh, and mental clarity. In medieval Europe, sapphires were believed to have the powers that could heal eye diseases, fevers, and even melancholy. Oh, uh-huh. man. That, how did everybody not have the melancholy? Melancholy. It was Dude, so hard to live. How did you live in that time and not want to absolutely yeet yourself out of existence? I don't understand. Thank God they didn't. I don't know. Because we're yeah, here now. I mean, shit. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, I, you know what? I guess it's perspective. They never, they just, they just endured. I guess. Was so I, soft. I'm going to have to, uh, I guess I'm going to have to look into this. But as soon as I was talking about that, like about like, thank God the ancestors lived because we wouldn't be here. I felt the pull of like, you know, when someone's talking to you, I, I'm feeling that mm-hmm, pull. And mm-hmm. I can, I'm going to have to dive into this later. But I feel like somebody's like, hi. Um. Uh, <laughs> and that's someone I on that note i haven't heard from them before and i anyway uh he, healing and protection <clears throat> excuse me so sapphire promotes mental clarity intuition as well as emotional balance uh, and it also can help to provide a protective energy that alleviates stress uh, and i like that much better than cures melancholy but we can throw this into divination and psychic work So associated with the third eye uh, and valued for intuition and spiritual insight, you can also use diamond, uh, sorry, diamonds, sapphires for scrying and for visions. Mm. I guess you could kind of do that with anything, but uh, the idea of just having a big fuck off sapphire that you look into, that sounds like some royal court wizard shit. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, So... We can also use uh, Sapphire to facilitate spiritual connection and deepening of our awareness, uh, especially when it comes to understanding past lives. So if you're wanting to do some meditation about a past life or do some past life uh, regression, you could perhaps work with a Sapphire. If you you can't just pull a Sapphire out of uh, thin air, then you could work with that energy, perhaps wear the color of Sapphire kind of harness the energy you could you know make a sapphire your your, the picture of your phone background for a little while i don't care man Mm -hmm. uh let's see sapphire also amplifies intentions when related to things that the sapphire itself is related to wisdom clarity spiritual growth shit like that it helps to amplify it so think of these clear gemstones much like you would a clear quartz uh or a magnifying glass in itself it's you know you put the little light on 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 the gym and then the gym just kind of shoots light everywhere that's what it's doing with your intention and lastly Mm -hmm. one thing that i found not lastly but sort of lastly uh one thing that i thought was uh, really interesting that I had not seen before is Sapphire being connected to moon magic. Uh, it hmm. is supposed to heighten and work with our already heightened because of the moon psychic sensitivity and dream work and things of that nature. Uh, it also 
aligns to the lunar phases as far as its power. So it's going to be the most powerful on the full moon uh, and then also carry the properties of the waxing and waning moon. And it is perfect for honoring your lunar deities. That being said, sapphires are a little slippery. They've got a little, they've got a little naughty background to them. They seem to just kind of, they seem to just kind of, go missing sometimes or uh, perhaps I was going to ask if we're going to talk about some of the weird cursed sapphires yes. and weird sapphires there's okay. a lot of cursed curses going on with yes. sapphires uh so yes. the first one I want to talk about is the Logan Sapphire Misplacement <laughs> which is what it's called Great the name. Logan Sapphire Misplacement this happened in 1960 so not that long ago the Logan Sapphire, which was this big sapphire that was, again, I don't know what this means, but like 430 carats. It went missing sure. from the Smithsonian. Just disappeared. And it was eventually found when somebody anonymously sent it back to the Smithsonian. No return address or any, just kind of slipped in a package. And it is um, assumed that it was taken out of the display, display place display case, excuse me, for cleaning and perhaps accidentally taken by somebody who was in charge of that and then just That was like, would be me. You'd be like, oh, I fucked up. Dude, you know, just had to send it back. The prolapse that yeah. I would experience Dude, when I realized home, that I you... took a 400 carat <laughs> rock home. You, you empty your pockets and out comes the Logan and I Sapphire. Would. <laughs> I would do that because I'm just, I, objects in me have a problem. And uh, I would absolutely just be like, oh, there's my keys and just put it in my pocket and yeah. steal it. Yeah. Oh just my walk God. out, steal it. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then Fuck. go through the sweat that is hoping that you come in one day after you've put it in the mail and that you see it back in its case. You know what I mean? And then oh hope, my God. hope nobody looks at oh the my security. God. I, I don't know. My heart. <sighs> then here's a, a pretty a pretty famous one. Here's the curse of the Hope Blue Sapphire. Now... Ye- yeah, we're not talking about the Hope Diamond because the Hope Diamond was a diamond, but it was a blue diamond. So along yeah. comes another big blue bitch that has a curse, and they were like, mm-hmm. "Let's name it the Curse of the Blue Sapphire," uh, because they were really just piggybacking off of the Hope Diamond. But according to this myth, this this curse brings misfortune, tragedy, and even death to its owners. Mm-hmm. Very in line with what we see with the the Hope Diamond, um, to the point where it's like, is this real or are there just two different stories about the Hope Diamond? And some people are like, it's blue, so it must be a sapphire. Question: Because yeah. you're for you're more familiar with the film than I. Oh, so uh huh. I was going to talk about it. The Heart of the Ocean. Okay, I'll wait then. Oh I'll no no no! I was gonna. I was gonna. I, I didn't. I did not pop it in here because it okay. is not a sapphire. It, is it's it a, a sapphire? Diamond. It's a blue okay. diamond. Yeah. It's a blue diamond. It's oh, a blue okay. diamond Whoa. that was modeled after the Hope Diamond. Yeah. Okie doke. Got it. Uh, now we have the curse of the blackened eye. I mean, the curse of the black Orlov sapphire. Uh-huh. Uh, the black Orlov, also known as the Eye of Brahma. That is which is sick. The Eye of Brahma is a large black sapphire surrounded by diamonds at this point when i was typing this out i was like i gotta fucking i gotta look this I up bet. it's gorgeous if you get a chance google the eye of that Brahma. sounds so oh, good it looks so pretty yeah. uh legend has it that the sapphire was originally part of a sacred idol 
uh, inside of a temple inside, inside of India and was stolen, leading to a curse upon anyone who possesses it. Supposedly, the owners of the Black Orlov have all met tragic ends. Dude, this I would wear that. I would wear it so hard is and fucking so fast. Awesome. It, dude, you would Doesn't it rock? feel Doesn't it that. Rock? So you would just feel that sitting there yeah, yeah, on your yeah, chest. Yeah. Feel the yeah. curse sucking right into your I heart. I would want it like embedded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suck that curse. Uh, our last one that we have is the curse of the Delhi purple okay. sapphire. The Delhi purple sapphire, also called cursed amethyst. Okay, not which seems the same, lazy. but sure, not the same. It's like someone just saw purple and was like, "That's yeah, an amethyst," yeah. but it's a purple sapphire. So, uh, it is a purple sapphire surrounded by diamonds. So it sounds a little bit like the Eye of Brahma. I looked this one up, and it's less impressive to me. Yeah, go ahead and Google Delhi Purple Sapphire or Cursed Amethyst. It'll come up. It looks like a, it's a weird setting and it looks very antique. It's it's fine. It's just, it didn't do the things to me that the Black Ooh, Orlov did. So the stone itself is pretty fucking sweet. Is a purple Yeah, sapphire. it's really beautiful. Yeah, the stone yeah, itself, the but setting the setting is Is, is a little weird. It kind of looks like a fancy tongue depressor. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see that. But like it stops at the <laughs> crystal. Like it's just the tip most ostentatious doctor. I don't know what, yeah. But according to this legend, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was also said to be stolen, leading to a, a curse uh, that brings death illness to everyone who owns it uh, or possesses it. All of these are legend, having not much in the way of real background to it. But it is interesting that Sapphires have just sort of kicked up this, uh, intrigue about them they've kicked up this curse yes. you know and i and i think most of the like precious stones have a cursed version somewhere but it seems like there was a lot uh sapphire mm. fact sapphires have a long association with royalty perhaps the most famous piece is the engagement ring worn by the late the great princess diana oh. Who is, uh, now, now it's being worn by the, uh, Duchess Kate. Oh, heirloom. Heirloom. Which I know nothing of the royal family. I just know that. Except uh, she was murdered. I mean, absolutely. Right? Full on. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, and I I have a little bit of a journal prompt for everyone, if you're interested. I want, I want to, uh, our journal prompt, I want to reflect on the soothing properties of sapphire. And there, see, sapphire just makes me think of like cold ice, like a cold ice cave. You know those hotels that are ice caves, and you can go yeah. stay in that room that's just an ice yeah. bed. Yeah, it, that's what it kind of reminds me of. Uh, reflect on that soothing property, uh, and how can this tranquility and inner peace help to uh, and uh, be integrated into your self care? Man- meditate, and I've made a mantra here. Don't laugh at me. I won't. Don't laugh at me. I've not done a mantra in a while. Okay. I breathe the soothing energy of sapphire. I release negativity and invite spiritual wisdom. I am filled with clarity and intuitive guidance. Nice. I like it. It's a little long, but I couldn't bring myself to cut any of it. Uh, hey, you know what? People uh, can, people can, they can do what they want with it. You give them the tools. You are the music maker. We are the dreamer of dreams. Uh, sapphire fact. Now, this is actually more of a story. Okay. I'm settling in. In the 12th century, Mm. there was an eccentric sorcerer by the name of 
Eustace the Eccentric. I am so in already. I'm locked in. I'm, I'm locked in. <laughs> Eustace the Eccentric was convinced that sapphires possessed the power to grant invisibility. Nice. And he was determined to put this theory to the test. He embarked on a quest of his own to create an invisibility cloak using sapphires. That would be so noisy. He experimented uh, and he failed countless times. Eustace finally came up with a, what he called a peculiar concoction. He would grind these sapphires into a very fine powder and he mixed it with all kinds of herbs and fluids that, uh, oh, my phone just started listening to me. That's spooky. All kinds of herbs and uh, things that he had made, potions, and he uh, fashioned it all into a garment. And uh, he believed that wearing this would make him invisible. So he donned his creation. Oh, and God. This, this feels like a very, very curly story to me. But yeah. he donned, donned this creation and he went into the town to show off his new power. Uh, Big he yikes. paraded around and uh, everybody immediately laughed at him. Yeah. Because uh, he was just, uh, he thought he was invisible. This is not like the story where it ends and he's naked. But however, Eustace was just in the middle of town, a regular dude wearing this outrageous cloak. Sparkles well, all over it. Sure, well, they did know he was a wizard, about. right? Uh... I, they called him Eustace the, the the eccentric, so I guess maybe they thought he dabbled. I don't know. Oh, did I just sub uh, in was, that this guy was a wizard? Absolutely. I think I heard, sure he, he I heard the name. I heard the name. I just assumed we were talking about the town, like the town healer wizard guy, magical practitioner. Like he got he got this sounds like a case of him getting very wrapped up. In sure. This. He got inspired. And, uh, almost Alistair Crowleying his way. Yeah, that's to, like, what I was picturing. Scenario. Yeah. 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 So instead of sitting in a coffee house, just mumbling to himself in the corner, thinking he's invisible, he's out in the street, just fucking whipping around. Showing off that In a cloak. time where you didn't do that. No. And everybody was giggling at you. You better uh, but not he continued be conspicuous. To... <laughs> you put a, yeah, take your, take your little boxers off. Go strip down. Oh. To your breeches. Uh, but he was he was not uh, he was undeterred sure. by the laughter, and he continued to prance about. Uh, and that at the end of the day, he thought that he didn't fail, but people failed to see him as invisible. So he was like, "Nah, it works, dude. You just you just couldn't perceive me correctly." Great. So that's uh, the tale of Eustace the Eccentric. Wonderful, love that. And that's Sapphire. Great. There it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sapphire. My goodness. Expensive. Pretty. Expensive. Pretty. Pretty expensive. Pretty expensive. Ah. <laughs> wow. This was so, a big one. You got two big yeah, tops. This is a set. Yeah. Two big, big tops. This is an hour yeah. 30 we're in. And I want to remind you guys tonight slash tomorrow <laughs> is the end of Farmer Once a Wife. Please join us on SimpCap if you're somebody that's been waiting for them all to come out so you can follow along. Uh, then now would be the time to do so. We will be putting this out tomorrow. And if we see one iota I of a fucking spoiler, if you do see someone, put a spoiler up. 
everyone just comment, flood the comments with clown emojis. So yeah. like, <laughs> covered just up, but also bullying. We're going to get our group shut down. <laughs> oh my God. We're, group owners are promoting bullying. Oh, don't. Yeah, I, I just don't. Listen, you're going to see, th- if y'all have cable, you're going to see things tonight that are going to make you want to burst. Okay. You got to hold it in. Probably. You got to edge just one night because we're going to, Charlie and me are going to get up early tomorrow morning like we've been doing because you're, I'm not going to be able to sleep and we're going to get to it. No, I'm serious. If I'm awake at two o'clock this morning and I know it's hit Hulu, I will watch it. Yeah. I feel like my body is going to wake me up at 3 a.m. and I'm going to go watch Foie. Jesus Christ. But yeah. join us. We are also, we uh, are having a 6 p.m. That is Central Time, Texas Time. Today. 6 p.m. live on the Patreon uh, private Facebook where we're just going to talk about it. What's going to happen? No fucking spoilers. We don't want to know behind the scenes stuff just yet. We don't want to know anything about any of that. It's We're just what we've seen on the yeah. show. We're going we to talk, talk about, about gonna who's going to who's gonna pick who. Who's going to make a big fuck up mistake? Uh, what's going to happen? I hope it's not Alan. I hope Ugh. it's not Alan. Alan, I know you're listening. Alan. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine him and his mama eating lunch on Sunday after church oh, listening to a bar? Oh. So anyway, y'all jump on that tonight. We've got a lot. We're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to run, give the, give the foie rundown uh, and get yes. ready. So that's that yes. simp cap tomorrow. Await it. Yeah. And links to everything down in the description box. Now I can tell by how Macy is moving that she needs to pee. And guess what? For once, I got to go pee too. Hey. Hey. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it like an editing marker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs>